Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, hello. I hope that you are feeling more motivated right now, wherever you're at. I know that here in Boston, it's starting to get warmer. It's starting to stay light and bright when I get home from work. So I feel like automatically I have more time in my day. Automatically, I'm having more energy. So I don't know about you, but I'm hoping that I can bring some of that energy to you today because I'm really excited for today's podcast episode. So I was scrolling on Instagram and one of you, one of my listeners reached out to me on Instagram asking me if I could talk about more advice about being a coxswain, especially when I was in college. And my initial reaction was, I don't even know if I remember being a coxswain in college. I don't even know if I could remember any advice. But I kind of just reached out, asked what she was going through. She gave me the situation, which I'll read to you here. And it kind of reminded me that, yeah, every week I come to you with new tips or maybe more like broad motivation. But sometimes that can be really hard to apply to your life. Sometimes, you know, you hear these abstracts and you think like, oh, that's great advice, but not for someone like me, not for someone in this position, not for this reason, right? And we always have some sort of reason that we give ourselves why it doesn't relate to us. But what I realized, and this is a huge but, is that we only feel that way when things are so abstract. One of my favorite books, and it's a poetry book because I'm writing poetry now, is this book called Drunks and Other Poems of Recovery. And I am not an alcoholic, not a drug addict, have never been to AA. So you'd think that this book doesn't really apply to me, but I really enjoy it because from hearing someone else's story, you can pick out parts that be like, oh yeah, that does relate to me. Or I see myself in this situation just a little bit different, right? And you kind of make those connections for yourself. So today's episode, I am going to be talking with this listener all about, you know, more coxing advice or this specific situation advice, but I know that you will be able to relate to it too in some way, shape, or form, just like I can, even though I'm no longer a college athlete. So with that, I hope to do so many more of these in the future, and I hope that you enjoy. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. So before I read the message, a little bit of backstory if you're even brand new to rowing of what a coxswain is. But for rowing, the rowing boat is about 70 feet long and it has eight rowers in it plus a coxswain. And so the coxswain isn't actually rowing. We don't have an oar. Instead, we are steering the boat and we have a microphone. So we're instructing the boat. We're coaching them. We're kind of the eyes and the ears of the boat. So what her message said. I have been struggling, as well as other coxswains on my team, with confidence recently. 
at head of the Charles, I cocked the women's varsity eight, and as I was going under Weeks Bridge, someone crashed into me. Everyone, including myself, knows that it wasn't my fault, but ever since then, I don't really have the confidence, and I would just love some tips on how to gain back confidence. Our first race is coming up, and I'm worried that I'm not going to be in the right headspace, and I'm going to lose my seat. So thank you so much for typing this in, reaching out to me. Also, if you aren't familiar with the sport, Head of the Charles is the largest rowing event in the entire world, and it's head in Boston and it's located in Boston. So I'm very familiar with this, so familiar with the course. Weeks Bridge is a very tough spot on the course. So, you know, when she's writing in, this isn't like, oh, a boat hit me at practice, but it's at one of the biggest races at a really tough part in the course. Like I I can tell It, it must've been a really stressful time. So congrats to you to move forward from that. And the fact that it wasn't even your fault and everyone knows that. Now, I want to start back at step one. I feel like the listener that wrote in is already kind of like at step three in this process, but I want to bring us back to step one of what happens during a mess up, right? Especially in something like a competition, like a race, you have race plans and you have like a detailed set of like, at this point, I'm going to do this. So what happens when it messes up? And this is usually, you know, reflecting back after. So step one is acknowledging how many times this specific thing has happened. For instance, if someone is hitting your boat one out of every 10 races, then that's this type of situation where I'd be like, oh, you know, that's something that's happening often. So that means that it's probably more preventable than not. It means that it's something that you can maybe improve at. If it's something that, you know, you can look back in time and be like, oh yeah, there are a few instances of this happening. Versus, If something happens just once in the past 10 years, right? Say you've been training and you've been a coxswain for 10 years and this one instant comes up. Say, you know, you were the one that hit that other boat and it was like the first time ever. Things like that happens and that's when it is just a truly honest mistake. Like it sounds like you have already come to those terms of like, yes, what happened at the head of Charles was a mistake. But for everyone else who might be listening out there, it is okay to have mistakes and it's okay to put them in the bucket of mistakes and like, yes, I could have tried a million different ways for this to be prevented, but at the end of the day, it is a mistake. I've had it happen to me plenty of times too in different circumstances. My senior year, you know, very seasoned athlete at that point, I was racing, it was Longhorn Invitational, so I had been to Austin, Texas multiple times before to race, and we're coming down the race course, and it's completely straight, and all of a sudden, I feel the oar hit a buoy, and I realized, like, the sun was hitting the water in such a way, and then, like, bouncing up into my eyes that it was such a blind spot, and I didn't realize that my point had gone off, and then we tapped the buoy, Luckily, didn't get any penalty. I was able to kind of recorrect from there. Hopefully, didn't throw us off too much. But in that situation, like, I was already wearing a hat and sunglasses. And, like, yeah, I could look at the other ways of maybe I could have improved my sight of vision there. But at the end of the day, like, I already did all the basics. Like, I already tried. I can chalk that up as a mistake just like you can in this situation. So, I think that's important to note, too. This is a mistake. But even when mistakes happen, it still like rattles our confidence. 
in the original message that this listener sent me before I had asked her the specific story and circumstance, she reached out saying, I'm currently struggling with overcoming fears when it comes to racing. And that is honestly just so accurate. You know, like this thing happens and it shakes us and our confidence is a little bit off and then it turns into a fear, right? Like, yeah, it could be a mistake, but what if the mistake happens again? And what happens if it actually was my fault? And so step number two that I would do, and this is the final step before moving on. Don't worry. We're not going to like dwell on this. But step number two is I'm sure you've heard of like dating pros and cons list. Like if you're thinking about dating a guy or like going on date number two, you're like, okay, these are the things I liked about him and the green flags. These are the things that like I'm unsure about. I honestly would create things like that in my head for every time I messed up or everything I every time I made a mistake. I'd make a list of like, Things I would change for the future. And so in this competition that you had, in this race that you had, you know, where this boat came up and hit you, think of the things that you would have changed. And if the things that you would have changed to make this different be like, oh, I would have like started with a bigger gap between them or I would have like yelled at them louder or like called the referee over, right? If there was those things that you would change that like, aren't actually skills of yours that isn't actually like a different race plan or something that you could apply in the future then there's really no sense in ever really thinking about it again to use like a different sports analogy or just a different example say you know this big mess up that you can thinking about is like shooting a goal in soccer and you miss the goal and that's the one that you keep thinking about Well, in your head, if the things that you would have done differently would be like, oh, I wish that I was stronger here at practice or I wish that I had practiced more reps with this type of kick. If I wish that I had done this type of technique. Well, that's something that is more of the preventable, more the like you can learn from and improve. And that's just a skill versus if the mess up is you slipped on some mud or your shoelace became untied at the last minute and you tripped over it like those are the things that you just chalk up as being a mistake and so we've gotten to this point now where okay there was a mess up you've chalked it up to being a mistake you've now acknowledged okay it was out of my control there's not much that I can actually learn from this like this isn't actually productive for me to keep thinking about now we're going to switch the focus to your future there's this great quote in sports that says don't let one mistake turn into two. And I think that's kind of at the point that you're at, you know, if you let this keep eating away at you, or if you let this start coming in and being like, oh, it's affecting my confidence, it's affecting, you know, if I'm worried about my seat at the race, then you're going to let this one mistake now become repeatable and now turn into a bigger thing than it should have been. And the big thing to recognize is, you know, every time that you're thinking about it, It's thinking about that past version and it's keeping you from the present. You said in your message that you were afraid that you were going to lose your seat in the boat. Well, that means that you already have a seat in the boat. So that means that whatever had happened at that previous race, the coach had moved on, your teammates had moved on, the rowers in your boat have kind of moved on. And so I would put a little bit of your confidence in them. Because they trust you. They would not be putting you in that position if they did not have the confidence in you. And so think about that of saying, 
okay, they've seen me raise 20 times, right? Think about the other 19 performances you had. Think about why they even put you in that starting lineup in the first place. Gather as much data as you can to point to the fact of why you are capable and why you should be confident in the seat that you're in. Because this isn't a case of imposter syndrome. Like You've already done it. You've already proved that you could be in the top boat, race at the biggest race, and yeah, that race didn't turn out as you wanted, but that doesn't mean that's your only opportunity. Every time that I would feel unsure about myself or, you know, I'd feel like I was in a better lineup than I should be or I was like, what are the coaches doing? Like, why are they putting me there? I would then remember, I'm like, this must be because they see something in me that I just don't see yet. You might see that you went through this event that shook your confidence. But what others on your team might see, what other coaches might see is she went through that and she still handled herself well. The part that you kind of left out in the email is what happened after that during the race? Like, did that boat collide with yours and then you're like, oh, that's it. I don't know what to do now. Or were you just kind of in that race mode of like, nope, we're just going to keep going besides for that. And now it's only when you're replaying it that you're making it seem like this big thing of like, oh my gosh, well, these 10 things could happen differently. And it's like, well, no, you did the best with what you got. And so you can be confident that that will happen no matter what happens in the future. Because as we all know, we could have the perfect race plans and they still won't execute perfectly. This will not be the only time that you mess up or a competitor messes up or something in the race messes up. Especially for rowing, there have been so many things in the water during races. I competed in Oklahoma. We would have tornadoes come through in the spring and I'd have to be out there like dodging branches and dodging. There was like a telephone pole in the water one time. So we all know that things don't happen perfectly. And so I think that what you're kind of discounting yourself here is what you've learned from that of, yes, it didn't happen perfectly and you still executed and you're still doing well. So while we hope that a situation like that doesn't happen again and we hope that, you know, a boat won't crash in, I think that you will still have been better at because of it. So with all of that being said, I want you to take a deep breath here and repeat after me. I will roll with the punches. I have shown that I can overcome obstacles. I know that my teammates have confidence in me. I will stay present and I will trust myself. Again, I will stay present and I will trust myself because you can roll with the punches. You've overcome obstacles before. Your teammates have trust in you. Now, the part that's left up to you, it's not to go out and be like, oh, I'm so much better than I was or trying to erase what happened in the past. But the part that's up to you now is to stay present because that's where the confidence is. The only reason that you have this fear is because you keep coming back to that point of maybe when things didn't work out, but they will again in the future. Because as we mentioned, it was just a mistake. It was something that happened once every 10 years. It was something that happens once in a blue moon. It was no reflection of you and your skills and your abilities. So with that, I really, truly hope that this helps you and your season. I hope that you have an incredible season moving forward. 
And with that being said, you know, these are the types of episodes that I was just so lit up to talk about today. You know, I got your message yesterday and I was like, I got to hop on the podcast right now and record this for her. Um, And it's not because, you know, I'm like, oh, I have all the answers and I'm such a great coach, but because I'm like, I have been in these exact same situations and you know, I speak in these abstracts all the time because I'm like, oh, I wanted to help someone. But now I know that it really, truly can help the person that is in this situation. So if you are coming up on anything, if you are working towards a competition, if you want me to talk about a certain aspect that you might be struggling with in your sports or just with your workouts, anything like that, feel free to reach out. My Instagram is at liveyourpb, at liveyourpb stands for personal best. I will see you there and be sure to subscribe. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.